Baby, it's starting to cool off outside in Alabama. It's feeling very in my mind. Oh, oh, oh. Yeah. <laughs> and welcome back to Poor Life Decision. I'm Chris. And live from the Texas weather in between, I'm Doyen. <laughs> what does that mean? It means that this morning I was able to wear my really cute Halloween sweater. And by this afternoon, I was in a tank top and shorts because it's oh. hot. <laughs> well, <laughs> you're a Southern girl. You're used to it. Uh, yeah. Think about That's it how it works. Now with dogs. I have to like dress for cold weather in the morning, and then at some point I have to transition to. So it's two outfits a day, and then it was. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> don't blame the doggies. <laughs> I guess that could also lead me into what I'm doing. Because so, I was about to say, yeah. tell us what's been going on. Yes, yeah, so, and what you're drinking. Okay, well, um, I'm drinking very heavily. It's fine. Anyway. <laughs> Um, so last Wednesday, um, somebody rang the doorbell and so my fiance, um, went downstairs to open the door. If he had been gone already, I would not have opened the door. I promise y'all. But there was a little (laughs) puppy at our door step and, um, yes, for some reason she's in my house now. No, not for some reason. She's really cute. Um, we're just struggling with house training, and that's hard. But, because um, I've never had a puppy. Yeah. Um, and so this is my second dog, and I'm just like, I, I want you to leave my carpets alone, sis. But, uh, so really, really cute little chihuahua. Um, I would say maybe a chihuahua terrier mix. She's itty-bitty, like yeah. five pounds. Tiny. Um it's weird because I think her and Roxy get along, but Roxy wants to play and she's like, I don't know. And like, Roxy always wants to sniff her. And I'm like, it's the same dog. You're not going to smell nothing else different out of her. But You don't know. Roxy <laughs> Roxy has a dog's nose. I, I guess. She may be sniffing emotions. <laughs> so that's my life is now I have a second dog that I never planned for, but I have a second dog. Um, um, for you people who are like, oh, did you call, you know, did all the things? Yes. We took her to the vet and she wasn't microchipped. I posted her in several places. Nobody has said anything. So I think it's my dog. I don't know. (laughs) And what's her, I forgot her name already. (laughs) All right. So her name is Gingerbread. Gingerbread. We call her Gin for short or Ginger. Or gin and tonic, or gin and juice, mm, mm. but also oh, together <laughs> they can be gin and juice. <laughs> but also, it's funny because really, I think she thinks her name is Come Here, because most of the time <laughs> we're trying to get her to wherever we are, and so, anyways, so yeah, that's my life. Is now I'm a two time stay. Stay at home and work, dog, mom. <laughs> Sweet thing. Um, and she's a cutie. She is, and she's 
for the most part, she doesn't really bark. Uh, she only barks when we put her in the kennel, and then I just ignore her, and she stops. So she's not, like, grade A <laughs> crazy like Roxy yet, but I'm sure it's coming. It's coming. Yeah. Um, Roxy will show her all the ropes. All the ropes. Um, <laughs> but for now, and a, a lot of people, when they see her, I might post her on the pod. Um, she just has these ears. They just perk up almost like a corgi. <laughs> it is so cute. But um, She's yeah. so cute. She's, she's got to be a mix because she's cuter than a regular chihuahua. <laughs> I don't know that many straight up chihuahuas. Yeah. But all the chihuahuas I know are mixed with something. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, what I'm drinking, I believe, I'm going to call it the downstairs Chardonnay because I just <laughs> pulled one out of my wine fridge. I'm pretty sure it may have been named Han. I don't know why I bought it, but I think I just buy a lot of Chardonnay. I'm a Chard girl. So <laughs> we're just going to go with downstairs Chardonnay. <laughs> okay. I love it. I saw, um, you know, I'm not a Chardonnay girl, and I I saw the, it was a display the other day for the um, Martha's Chard, and I was just like, do I want this again? I mean, I enjoyed it, mm-hmm. but I really just got it because I knew you would like it. <laughs> I actually went to Sam's Club last week. I was looking for um, liquid IV hydration packets for my mm-hmm. water. They didn't have it. But the lady gave me some Martha Shard to try out. So I, I do have it in my wine fridge. Um, also, oh. yesterday at the store, you may get it by your birthday. I found a bottle of hot D wine. <laughs> Wait, what? It's hot D wine. House of Dragons wine. <laughs> I, I did not know this was a thing. I know. So I found it. You don't get it eventually. You know. Oh wow. When the spirit moves me to ship it, I bought it for you. <laughs> I did not know that this was a thing. Okay, now that's exciting. There was a lot of options. There was a cab, there was a Pinot Noir, and a red blend. I don't think most people can go wrong with a cab, so I bought a cab. I will drink <laughs> Oh um, Oh, I just had a brain blank. Um, <laughs> that that port that everybody's been talking about. The Taylor about. Port. The Taylor Port. Yeah, I saw that at the liquor store. And it was like in a little jug. <laughs> mm, we too old for jug wine. <laughs> Listen, I'm wi- I am willing to try it, okay? I am willing to try it. And OG, po- um, OG Potter... Becca's gonna come on the show and try it with us. We're gonna mm-hmm. try it. I, I I'm feeling another henchada is what I'm feeling based mm-hmm. on what we're seeing other people do when they try mm-hmm. to teleport. So I, get ready for the shenanigans. I really feel like people who are drinking this are not used to port. Like port is strong. Port will mm-hmm. sit your ass down somewhere. <laughs> but I'm I'm curious. But I know. Saturday when I went to the liquor store, he said that it was sold out like in the whole DFW. He may have been dramatic, but also I mean people... it's a huge TikTok trend. Mm-hmm. So, you know, what TikTok says move, you gotta move. Okay. 
<laughs> and, it's just, think about it. It's so cheap that it just makes me a little nervous. <laughs> it's like ten dollars. Listen, I've had uh oh, the real sangria that's in that triangular shaped bottle. It's it's maybe five dollars. I don't know. It's super cheap. <laughs> But I love it, except it will definitely give you a headache, and <laughs> you it will definitely tear your stomach up if you drink the whole bottle. But that's any wine. That's any wine with, yeah. with my stomach. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, listen, I'm all for having a cheap good time. I'm all for revisiting that life, except I will never, ever in life again drink Cisco. Don't <laughs> ask me. It ain't going to happen. <laughs> You you really you really lucked out getting me to try the Mad Dog 2020, which we oh, learned man, MD didn't stay for Mad Dog, but still that's what I'm calling. <laughs> you really lucked out getting me to do that. Mm-hmm. I will never ever in life again let Cisco cross my lips ever. I ever. I get it. Um, it was a college scene that I will never ever re re go back to. <laughs> I will leave that in college where it yes. belongs. But Mogan David, I should have known. That that was how twenty twenty plus was gonna go. <laughs> see, see, see. Um. Anywho, so tonight I am drinking. It is um a pre mixed cocktail. It's balls b o l s cocktails, and it is red like Negroni. So, mm. ever since that clip with uh the true uh the two actress that play adult Rhaenyra and adult Allison on Hot D. Ever since that clip with <laughs> Negroni. What's your drink of choice? A Negroni. I was going to say the same thing. Pagliato. With Prosecco in it. Oh, stunning. Yeah. Ever since then, I have just been like wanting a Negroni. I can't tell you the last time I've had a Negroni. Yeah, pre-pandemic because I, I was out Last time I remember getting it, and my cousins like, "Oh, you fancy!" Yeah, that was pre-pandemic, so, and it's it's pretty good. I so I'm a super taster. I don't know if I ever told you that, but like I have a whole lot of extra bitter sensing taste buds, so I can't do a lot of bitter stuff. Um, mm-hmm. so like my liquor store used to do these little satchels of like pre-mixed drinks, and even now they have an agroni up front, and I'm like. Y'all must not be selling these, but I'm not gonna buy it. <laughs> um, I mean, this one isn't particularly bitter, mm-hmm. but that's to me. Mm-hmm. I don't have, you know, that's to me. But I don't know. I think you should try it. I might. I will say my taste buds got even more sensitive post COVID. Which oh, is weird because wow. a lot of people say they yeah. can't taste them. That's no. the opposite. Yeah. So I'm like, if it tastes good, it's really good. If it's shitty, it's really <laughs> shitty. But send me the link and I will definitely check it out. Um, adult Rainera says that she adds Splagiato to hers and Ooh. Prosecco. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Something I never heard of. And Prosecco. <laughs> so. Maybe add a little something to it. I don't know. I also, when I went to the liquor store, I was like, you know what? I have some Simply Peach at home. <laughs> That's if... right. I bought Prosecco so I could make peach delights. <laughs> <laughs> so my weekend was just filled with peach delights 
and um Sean, friend of the pod, was home uh this weekend, so Aww. I met up with her. Yep. And more eating and drinking ensued. And yeah, that's pretty much what I've been doing this weekend, just eating and drinking. So it was funny because for we went out Saturday for Halloween. So like in my head, Saturday, Halloween was over. Mm-hmm. And I'm just trying to get to tomorrow where I can Christmas. Um, <laughs> but we uh dressed up as Bob and Linda from Bob's Burgers, so I will say oh, so cute. <laughs> I've been super extra watching, even though it is like I think it's like I call it my stimming show. It's like the show that just like settles my brain. Um, yeah. That's what I've been watching. Bob's Burgers. And they've been playing all the Halloween episodes because that's what I was watching right before we got on. <laughs> <laughs> and the thing about it is like I've been watching it from like beginning to end. So like this this season, um, Jean is dressed up like Queen Latifah from Halloween and I mm-hmm, love it mm-hmm. and then mm-hmm. I was starting over because I'm out of episodes and I'm like okay the first episodes are good I accept them for what they are but like the growth is beautiful also <laughs> because I think I'm Quinta Brunson now and I'm a, a student of comedy I'm like Alan analyzing it in a whole different way <laughs> than I usually do <laughs> I love some Bob's Burgers. Mm-hmm. Um, also, speaking of Halloween and Bob's Burgers, so what has been bringing me joy is I am really enjoying the TV lineup for Halloween, although I just realized the other day that um, it is Halloween. like It's about to be November, and I have not watched the Rocky Horror Picture Show. I think I found the... The older version? Somewhere. The old one is what I watch. I don't mm-hmm. watch anything. I, the old one is what I watch. And I didn't even realize that I hadn't watched it mm-hmm. until um, a couple of days ago, Little Shop of Horrors was on. Mm-hmm. And which is so funny because um, we mentioned that earlier. But yeah, Little Shop of Horrors was on. And as I'm singing along to that, I'm like, I didn't see Rocky this season. I love So the I'm going gonna, gonna to make an effort to watch it tonight. I love the one with Laverne on it. It made me happy. <laughs> I, do you know I did not even see that one? I didn't mm-hmm. see the remake. Yeah. And I should because I love Laverne, but you know how I am with my originals. I, I get it. Um, <laughs> Jay was trying to get me to watch Halloween Town the other day, and I'm like, you you don't like any of the happy things that I like. And Halloween Town is like a musical about Halloween. <laughs> I like Halloween Town. <laughs> I know, but he's usually just like, this is too happy. Let me watch something else. And I'm like, Halloween Town is happy as fuck. (laughs) And I haven't watched the Peanuts special. Are they showing that? I thought they said they weren't going to show any Peanuts this year. Yeah, you got to, it's streaming on something. I don't remember. Maybe HBO Max. Mm-hmm. I have that. They'll be streaming (laughs) on something. Yeah. Yeah. They're not going to show them on network TV, which is such a bummer. Like, just take all of my childhood traditions. Why don't you? Just take them all. The funny thing about it was I was just thinking about Lucy today because I'm like, what I've learned in my couple weeks of being engaged is people always want to give me advice that I didn't ask for about wedding planning. 
And so I'm like, I want to set up like a stand like Lucy, like give me wedding advice, but pay me five dollars. <laughs> I was gonna say, Lucy charges. For- <laughs> I know, like what? Give me, because I know people want to get wedding advice, but just pay me so I can actually pay for this wedding. <laughs> um, yeah. Um, I think I heard speaking a friend of the show, Sean. I think I heard her feelings because I told her she was Lucy. <laughs> but I told no her Lucy. we. She is. You don't know her. Um. <laughs> <I told> her- <laughs> But I told her we both have some Lucy in us. I mean, we just do. I don't but- like Lucy. She like she just keeps like scamming Charlie with the football. <laughs> Lucy is the kid in class who's a smart little know-it-all, and I was definitely that girl. I try my best not to be that girl now. Um, like she and I both have a lot of Lucy in us. Yes. I was like, girl, yes, you're Lucy. <laughs> but it's also like... And I, Robin agreed with me. <laughs> I think it's one of those things where, like, as I watch things as an adult, my my feelings change about a lot. Like, even Harry Potter. I'm like, why are y'all talking to these kids? Like, they're your little friends. They're not. <laughs> they're not. It, there was a Harry Potter marathon this weekend, and I was like, you know what? Even though these are Christmas movies, I'll let it rock. Yeah, Hagger. R.I.P. Hagger. Yes, yes. (laughs) I forgot. Oh, my goodness. Yes, Mm -hmm. I forgot about the actor who plays Hagger passed away. (sighs) Yeah, we're just losing all of our loved ones. Say a prayer for Reba and Barbara Jean <laughs> and Dolly. What is Barbara Jean's name? <laughs> we don't know. We don't know. We don't know. We don't know. Okay, um, go ahead. So yeah, that's what I'm drinking. That's what's bringing me joy. Um, hey, you know what? We haven't done a wellness check. How are you doing this week or today? What? what, what whichever one is easier. <laughs> Neither are. <laughs> Because I, I was, when you ask me, I'm going to say, thanks for asking. <laughs> <laughs> We're just doing the best we can. Check Let's on see. your strong friends. That's all I can say. Check on your strong friends. <laughs> it's a uh, it's spooky season. Um, I'm, I don't know about y'all, but I'm skipping Thanksgiving. I'm going right into Christmas season. Like, I can't wait to start playing my Christmas music. And yeah. Yeah, I'm going to buy a tree tomorrow um, because buying things makes me happy. Um, also, because I have an apartment tree and now I need a home tree. But also, that's so lovely. I'm going to give Thanksgiving week the Thanksgiving that it deserves. Maybe Wednesday to Thursday. But tomorrow's Christmas. <laughs> just tell y'all that tomorrow's Christmas. I'm going to start watching like... my Christmas movies tomorrow. I just feel like the Christmas music is going to lift my spirit. It always does. Mm-hmm. Um, first thing I'm going to play is Mary Did You Know, and I love Mary J. Blige's version, so mm-hmm. I'm going to play that first thing. Then I have one of those um, compilation CDs. Mm-hmm. <laughs> now that's what I call Christmas. <laughs> I mean, pretty much. It was the one that was sold by uh, Bath and Body Works. At the time, I used to work for 
Uh, I used to work at Victoria's Secret at the time. Mm-hmm. You know, they're all the same company. Um, so, um, and it's so good. I don't even know where the physical CDs, it's, it's two CDs. I don't even know where they are anymore. I burned it. I put them, well, I put it on my iTunes and my computer. Yeah, same like, when, <laughs> like long ago when I moved, I started, I hadn't even finished because I haven't picked it back up in a couple of years, but I started moving all of my music to my iTunes, all of my hard copy CDs from, because I got CDs from, early 90s <laughs> so i was like moving everything over mm-hmm. but yeah it's just so good like it's got it, it even has heat miser and, and yeah Snow you miser love heat miser <laughs> that is my favorite um it's got a little mary j blige it's got mm. a little bit it's got hard candy christmas y'all know i love dolly Parton and hard candy christmas yeah. like it's just a good compilation I will say lately, um, I have allowed Donald Lawrence to come back and slay me in the spirit, <laughs> and I love his little drummer boy. Like I be sobbing, like I don't have nothing, but I got this little hat talent. <laughs> if you want it, <laughs> so listen, I might listen. To that. that used to be one of my favorite, like non secular, secular, secular. Mm-hmm. Christmas songs because it's so pure, it's so innocent. Like I love it. Mm-hmm. I love it. Let Donald um, slay you. It'll be fine. <laughs> <laughs> um. So, are you ready to move on? Yes. Let's go ahead. Okay. So, um, we're gonna do things a little different tonight, guys. So, we had the beautiful pleasure of um having a conversation with the TV doctor about Stranger Things. And so we're just going to take a little break and come right back and jump right into our Stranger Things conversation with the TV doctor. Yay. And welcome back. And now it is time for our Poor Life Decision. Poor Life Decision. All right, guys. <laughs> We're already giggling. This is about to be I know. a good time. So uh, tonight we have a guest. Um, and, you know, she is a doer of a lot of things. And we are super excited to have uh, the TV doctor here with us tonight. Hi, TV doctor. Hi, everyone. Aww. Hello, hello. Uh, Miss M. Foss is here with us tonight, and let me tell you. Well, she's going to give all her pluggables a little later, but yeah. I, and we know we're your favorite pod, but you got to check it out. It is awesome. <laughs> and <laughs> you got to check the pod out. It's awesome um, because we've often talked on the show about, I mean, goodness, Doyen and I talk about it every freaking week about what we're watching to therapize ourselves. Yes. Yes. <laughs> And we all know TV, you know, not is not always a safe place, but thank God in this day and age, we can make it a safe place. So, right. mm-hmm. yes, always tons. To and when it's not a safe place, you need someone there to help you navigate through that. I'm really like an 11 of TV, to be honest with you. Listen, listen to that segue. Come okay. on. <laughs> Come on. Not yet. Not yet. Too soon. Too soon. Too soon. <laughs> okay. Um. So, 
tonight we're going to talk about one of our first of all I just want to tell you how much I love Doyen because <laughs> I've tortured her <laughs> into watching and Stranger Things. <laughs> did. I was like, why am I watching these children? But, oh. but she so beautifully came through. She so beautifully came through and did it. And we appreciate it. And yes. uh, one theme that ran very heavy this season to me was uh, mental illness, but more specifically depression, PTSD, mm-hmm. uh, just it was just hitting you in the face this season. So mm-hmm. tonight we're just going to have a conversation about how Stranger Things via Vecna and, and other vehicles handled the subject of trauma. Yeah. I just want to say a quick prayer for those children. They have had Listen. a very traumatic <laughs> youth. It's been it's a rough much. road. It has been a rough road for these babies. But they're going to be so tough. Mm-hmm. As a those the, the ones that make it to adulthood are going to be such good adults. Why did you have to say those are going to make it? The children who survive survive their adulthood. I'm trying. I'm trying to be realistic here. Okay, so you know? let's talk about good television because well, we're going to talk about our bevies. Well, you know, oh yeah, with good television, I feel like there have to be high stakes, and that was one thing that disappointed me in this last season was yes they did kill someone that we oh wait we probably should have said this ahead of time uh Stranger Things season yeah. four spoilers <laughs> get ready for Sorry. the spoilers well we yeah. should put that in the show notes um yeah. but they you know they did kill off someone we cared about but yeah I mean so far they have uh, uh, let's say the original crew is okay the, right Right. The season one crew right. is all still with us. And I but... mean, oh, and you know what? I wasn't even counting her. I was thinking about uh, Eddie, I think. <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. Because she's, well, technically she's still alive. Yeah. And she, I mean, I feel like she's going to be fine. I don't know. Oh, she ain't going to be. Did you see the episode? I mean. Did you see her legs go <laughs> this way? I did. not going to be just... okay. I did. No. I mean. She might live. I guess That's what like I meant to say scenario is My I God. feel like her her mind will come back because where we ended, you know, she her mind really wasn't there. I don't know. No, I don't know. Well, it might be. It might be. I don't know. Yeah, okay, so anyway. I'm gonna start with my coping mechanism. Yes. Here at Poor Like the Season, <laughs> we like to drink. Well, we drinking on Miss M. <laughs> oh, oh okay well um so mine is mine is not a very elegant beverage this evening i'm afraid to report but uh i we see I that had, red straw yeah you do and the like I, we don't want to call out the brand but you know <laughs> it might be a word that rhymes with bendies mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um but i will so i got they have a whole line of lemonades i don't know yes. if if mm-hmm. oh those lemonades yes. are so good so i got the melon one and um yes. i added a whole crap ton of tahoe blue vodka to it Yay. so it's kind of like a little <laughs> vodka lemonade situation i like to throw a little arrowhead on the top to give it some bubbles and oh, hmm. yeah listen do y'all know about taco blue can we, can we <laughs> on poor life decision blue? we love 
a little fizz. <laughs> okay. No. So yeah, there has to be a little yeah. fizz. Oh, uh, no. There you go. <laughs> also, that was the perfect measurement. A a a a ton. Crap ton? A crap ton. A crap ton. Mm-hmm. I've got to remember mm-hmm. that because that is the appropriate measurement when yeah, making drinks. Yes. Yes. For most of first, our drinks. Yeah, because I was like, <laughs> yeah, that's about an ounce. Keep... <laughs> There you go. Sure, sure. <laughs> there you I go. keep looking at the more. recipes and they're like, yeah, two ounces. I'm like, okay, double that. Now that'll never do. <laughs> you see the size of my cup? <laughs> What's two ounces going to do for me? Oh, what are you drinking tonight, Doyen? I am drinking, I, I've become like a buttery Chardonnay girl. So I oh. have cupcake vineyards and it's their butter kiss Chardonnay okay it's somewhat buttery it's not like the butter that i need but it's okay okay. (laughs) well tonight i am drinking a negroni and but don't worry i did not make it myself (laughs) it is oh in a tube yeah bowls cocktails red light negroni nice yes they, they get you with these things because they put them right mm-hmm. by the register, like the mm-hmm. Reese's Cups. And, and Yes. Yeah. You're like, of course I need and that. Who am and I? some Tic Tacs. Yeah. yeah. Who am I to walk yeah. past such treats? Yeah. My little uh, total line has like packets of Negroni in print. I feel like, I'm like, okay. are y'all just not selling this? Is this why it's up right. here? <laughs> yeah. You trying to move it? They're trying to move it. That's okay. Okay, so I will go back to because I was a little bit traumatized with the idea of people dying. I just don't like. Yeah. Like I stopped watching Grey's Anatomy because somebody died, and I was tired of them killing people. Oh. Was it Denny? <laughs> was it Denny Duquette? No, it was when George. Mister, yeah, Doctor Dreamy or whatever. They finally oh. got back together. Oh. Everything was great, and then he yeah. died. And I was like, yeah, that was rough. <laughs> yeah. and that then was when you hear him trying to talk them through his surgery but mm. you can't mm. yeah. mm. I was no, rolling was in the floor rolling in the floor George's is the worst I just George is that was bad the, the 007 worst. in the yeah. hand yeah Woo! yeah 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 okay yep yeah so, <laughs> so I love us. yeah I, this okay. my therapy for TV mm-hmm. deaths is alcohol mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. all right so um we start off in season four and why did I forget his name that fast? Billy. So we ended season three with Billy dying and Max has classic survivor's guilt. Like totally. Mm -hmm. Do we want to, do we want to back up a little bit and like explain for people who might not have seen stranger things just to like, yeah, to just kind of walk them into what the show is about. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. So, I mean, we know that, like, our fan base loves all the crazy things that we watch as well. But just in case. um, So, Stranger Things is, I forgot where it takes place. Small town, USA. Indiana? Somewhere Somewhere in the Midwest. Somewhere Somewhere in the Midwest. And um, it's like... The very first season starts like in Indiana, the, Indiana, Hawkins, Hawkins, Indiana. Hawkins, Hawkins. Hawk. Is that Illinois? Hawkins? No, I have a different <laughs> one that says Hawkins. I was like, okay, I know it's Hawkins. And you know, it takes place. The whole stretch takes place like in the early 
to late 80s. Um, A big time span there. And we've got these kids who are just... um, I think it's okay to say nerdy. They're so sweet. They're smart little nerdy kids. Um, (laughs) We've got our original crew with Mike and Dustin, Lucas, and Will. And uh, they're really into playing Dungeons and Dragons. They're in the science club and all those sorts of things. And I'm ashamed, not ashamed. I will say that's where I identified with the characters is that I played Dungeons and Dragons like once and I'm still trying to figure out how to make like a whole black girl squad for Dungeons and Dragons. I was like, yes. I played Dungeons and Dragons (laughs) in high school. It wasn't by... it wasn't by choice, but mm-hmm. um, oh. I did enjoy it. I mean, it was, we did it. There's in a, a story in a, there. One of, mm-hmm. This was one of my classes. We just, it was something you could do for extra points in a class. And what class was this? What high school? Why didn't I go there? This was, this was in our gifted class. <laughs> <laughs> so everybody wasn't doing it. No, this was in humanity. Y'all can do whatever you want. And our I gifted love that. Class. And um, okay. you could, the choices for Dungeons and Dragons, um, chess, and uh tetris and god tetris listen y'all i graduated in in a year that begins with a 19. so this this was like beginning tetris but i hated tetris i hated chess i don't like to think when i play a game like okay off time so i hated chess so i played dungeons and dragons and like you okay listen i wasn't that great at campaigning but uh (laughs) it was fun it was fun I don't, I don't, I don't get Dungeon, Dungeons and Dragons, but I have much respect for people who do. It is a whole <laughs> I love that. thing. People I know. have to plan episodes. Yes. And you, you dress up spend or no? a whole semester. I mean, we didn't working we on that. at school, so yeah. I mean, we didn't, but you have So a you didn't like notebook. bust out your hat or whatever? No. In the backpack? No? Okay. No. Uh, I was a popular nerd. <laughs> Oh, okay. You're like, listen, I got to protect the other side. Yes, yeah. yes, yes. I get it. I get it. Oh, oh that's a I think guy. I too was a popular nerd. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so I love great. Tetris though. So I think my school was small enough. It was like 30 of us in my grade. So everybody wow. is popular if you really think about it. Okay. Um, yeah. <laughs> well, that was at Christian school. And then I went to a gifted high school where Maybe it was 105 of us. And I was like, oh, all these people. (laughs) Yeah, that was not my experience. I I got (laughs) to be popular because it just wasn't that many people. (laughs) Gotcha. Um, So, yeah. So, yeah, they're nerdy. They're nerds. They're nerds. And I don't don't remember how they made 11. So, she... She Go busted ahead. out of the uh, of the place, the place where they were experimenting on her or whatever. Right. So mm-hmm. she broke out, and then she was just in the woods. Yes, yes, yeah. Oh. And Mike found her, and breaking into grocery stores and stealing egos because stealing egos, <laughs> hence Lego my ego <laughs> on your shirt. Why, why not? <laughs> right. I will say, I think Eleven was my favorite person to see growing up, just seeing yeah. how she changed season over season. I was like, oh, 
she was just a baby i know <laughs> she just bust out of the other place <laughs> and, and she is adult. really not a baby anymore no mm-hmm. no like the rest of them are kind of still believable as children but she's like mm-hmm. no yeah. i'm not a child yeah I, I will say and of course i oh i do know his real name caleb i had to follow uh lucas on the socials yes Yes. He doesn't look like a teenager anymore on the socials, but in the show, it was believable. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was believable. Um, but yeah, they find Eleven in the woods because she escaped. Yeah. Um, I, I'm sorry. I am doing a horrible job of this because I can't remember the first season. That no, it's all good. I mean, I think it's fair to be kind of general, right? So like they find her in the woods and they want to help her. Mm-hmm. And meanwhile, the people that she fled from are trying to get her. So, mm-hmm. you know, the first season has a lot of them trying to protect her, not realizing that she's got powers. Right. Boss ass bitch. Right. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> she's not one to be messed with. And then uh, there's also the, thing yep. with the upside down yeah right meanwhile because... will is stuck in the upside down in the upside down and yeah I am, as much as i love um fantasy as a genre yeah i am very linear in my thinking so yeah my brain tends to crack when you start messing with time space continuum type thing yeah i can do time jumps but like i just can't but I will never forget how their science teacher explained the concept of the upside down. And, you know, it was just like, you've got a bug crawling on the top of your arm, but there's another crawling on the other side. And I just, it uh. really, it really <laughs> helped me though, understand what the upside down is. Although when you see the upside down, I mean, you get it then too, but like mm-hmm. that concept of things happening at the same time in parallel worlds, but they're different. Like uh, my yeah. brain cracks. I can't do it. So here's what I here's what I love about the upside down, and um, you know, approaching it from a rhetorical critic's point of view. I love the idea of the upside down because it's so close to kind of um, reality for us, right? right? So like there are things that we are aware that are happening to us. Mm-hmm. But then underneath, or rather inside of us, there are consequences to those things that are happening, and we're not even conscious of them, right? right? It's like it's not even part of our same world, but at a certain point, you're going to have to reckon with that part of you, right? So it's like, this is what I know is going on, but there's a whole bunch of stuff underneath that's going on that is also you. It's also part of your story. So I love the upside down. That is such I will, a Let me hit you with the whole tip. Oh, so, no. oh no. Oh no. <laughs> there Not the whole tip. <laughs> there are things in like mass America and things are happening. Okay, let's talk about 2020. Okay. So we have been tired since early mid 2010s with all these Black Lives Matter things. Yeah. We were, you know, in the upside down. We knew about Mm -hmm. all of this. Totally. When George Floyd happened, the rest of the world experienced something that we had been used to and Mm -hmm. did not enjoy. Yeah. That. Yeah. 
<laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's, just, it's yeah. the, it's, it's the same thing that was, that happened right after Rodney King. Right. Mm -hmm. Right. So it's, it's not that this, these things haven't been happening because they have, they yeah. always have. They always mm -hmm. have. It's just now you can see it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Now yeah. you had a chance to see it. And so that changed things. All of the police shootings. Yeah. Mm -hmm. The only thing that made this different is we could see it now. Yep. Mm -hmm. yep. The yeah. world got smaller. Like if somebody two hours away got shot, we didn't know. Right. Until news in 24 hour news cycle. And hashtags. Mm -hmm. yeah. <laughs> on that bright and cheery note she takes another gigantic gulp right. yeah so um so they've got this and i love shows like this i love shows that have changing stories whether that story changes each episode or each season mm -hmm. as it does mm -hmm. in stranger things but then along with your changing story, you have a continuous understory. Right. So the upside down and all the things that it brings us is that continuing underlying story. Yeah. Yeah. And it does change because they get great new creatures. <laughs> yeah. And they start explaining a little bit more about what it actually is, you know, yes. and how it came to be finally. So in the first, the yes. first season, first three seasons, they were like, this is the upside down. Okay. Like, yeah. don't ask any questions. Yeah. We'll, we, we will not be taking any questions about what is the upside down. It is what it is. It is what it is. <laughs> but now in fourth season, we're like, oh, mm -hmm. okay. Okay. Mm -hmm. And we, we watch these kids. Um, we watch these kids adapt and grow and defeat a new monster each season. Yes. Um, while also battling our continuing, our um, changing story while also battling just growing pains and right what comes with that yes when dustin got a girlfriend Ooh and, and when everyone had a girlfriend except for will and you know we're initially looking at it like because my first thought was you know that time he was trapped in the upside down now he's stunted as a little child and there was totally growing up <laughs> arrested but no, it development gets a little more complicated so yeah. like this show. So, and here's here. Can we just talk about that angle just yes, for a second? Yes. Okay. Mm -hmm. So, on one hand, I respect. Okay. No, I'm going to start with this hand. Come on. <laughs> come on. Okay. So, on the left hand side, mm -hmm. I was a little frustrated with the show because I wanted them to say. I wanted them to make it definitive. Yes. No question. Yes. What is going on with Will? But on the other hand, on the right hand, mm -hmm. and I am right-handed, <laughs> I liked them. I respected it even more that they didn't say, you know, breaking the fourth wall. So y'all know he's gay, right? Like I'm, I actually appreciated that they didn't do that because it it felt more authentic to me in real life there is no look to camera moment where it's like wink yeah. you know get it yeah get what we're talking about here it is less outlined and highlighted and bold-faced right it is like you know somebody who has been through what he has been through mm -hmm. is going to have even 
you know, layer and layer and layer on top of just the general questions about coming into adulthood that every person has. So I really deeply appreciated the way that they handled that. Um, I think just for the sake of making this, uh, you know, an LGBTQ character for that sake, I would love for that have to have been a little more clear for the people in the back. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. the ones who are like, well, that's not how I read it. You know what I mean? Right. For those people, right. I would love for it to be crystal clear, but the way that they handled it, I thought was good because it was a little, it was a little more true to what I recognize as um, how, I, how the world actually works. Right. And I agree. Go ahead. Um, I was just going to say, I agree because I thought the exact same thing because mm-hmm. I do have friends who were like, that's not how I saw it. And I, it, I was like, mm. this is so important. They should have. But then when you stop mm-hmm. and think about it, it made more sense. Um, it fit better. For one, he's a child. And yeah. especially a kid in the 80s, yeah. they may not, he may not be ready. He may not be as comfortable. He may yeah. not even be sure of what's going on. It made, it just made better sense. But I, yeah, I felt the exact same thing. It's like, no, I, I really want you to lean in on this. Right. Yeah. And it's, I mean, it's also a, it's, it is a love story about him and Mike. It, it really is. is. And it is. And so I'm expecting them to come back to that in the fifth season. Yes. I hope they do. Yeah. yeah. I was going to say, it's kind of authentic even to like when we were youths where, um, you know, gay pride was coming around, but it's not like it is today. Like, oh, right. you, know, you spent yeah. that time. Oh, you My mean first... corporatized? <laughs> where, you wait. mean Target? <laughs> Yes. I, yes. I made friends in the gay corner of Target. Right. You know, try to buy some exactly. rainbow shirts. Yes. But um yeah. no, but like it was like sometimes it did take some time to come out. And yeah. um yeah, so it was always it was always weirdly managing that. Yeah. But then maybe towards the end of high school. Like I'll tell you, my first boyfriend was gay. And I, I should have known that. I, that was on me. Um, <laughs> but did he know? Actually. I'm sure he did. Oh. Well, my, my, yeah. not my first boyfriend, but my first crush was. Um, yeah. And, and yeah. We all yeah. should have known, but whatever. There we are. Yeah. And no, people were like, girl, you know, you know, you know what's going on with him, right? And I was like, no. What are you talking about? <laughs> She's in denial. I would say this is again when I was in Christian school. It's oh, all Christian school so in Mississippi. Yeah, no, no. So they don't really believe in interracial dating. No. And so mm-hmm. he was like, You're cool, you're a human, but he was also gay. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. so you know, I just say <laughs> you know that that's that's oh that was a lot of things to deal with. Like, I know. Wh- I know. Which one should I choose? Should I choose <laughs> right. to be exactly. gay or talk to this black girl? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> it's that Both detrimental. It's okay. It's <laughs> but no, like I think for that time, I think people usually would wait till they got out of their parents' house. Yeah. Out of their like stewardship before they really spoke to it. And right. so that's that seemed authentic. It checked, even though. I'm a late 80s baby. Check for even what I experienced. Yeah. 
and it shows us to it, it gives us the just uh the um the parallel look at um 11 and max because girls we yeah we get to acknowledge that we love our friends and even though we're talking right. about two different types of love still mm -hmm. even before well and maybe i'm just a little slow but even before i said oh wait we'll okay even before yeah. i got there i was like you know what he really loves mike and he loves his friends he does mm -hmm. But boys don't get to do that in the same way girls That's right. do. So we see mm -hmm. Eleven when she goes, which I do. So what do we call that space that they go to where it's just black? Yeah, that's. I mean, I don't know where we call that. I'm gonna call it the in between. So okay. <laughs> so when we see her go to Max in the in between, mm -hmm. and she's so loving and yeah. caring. Flash to we see times when. My, okay, Mike is just your typical teenage boy. He is very aloof. But you can kind of see sometimes that he's wanting to like, be like, well, you know, what's up? Are you Yeah, okay? like, are you but okay? He, but yeah. he doesn't know how. Right. And it's just, mm -hmm. you know? Well, he doesn't know how to talk to Eleven either he until really the end. Doesn't. Like he, he figures it out a little bit. But yeah, no, he is a very good, he's giving high school teenager. Yes. 80s yeah. boy like he's yes. he, he nailed that I mean he nailed that yeah yes <laughs> so and then it, you know that's a that's a really good point well and this is very much so as much as it is a horror story and as much as it is sci-fi um it is also very romantic it's and a soap it's, opera and, it is, and it speaks to, like you were saying, all of those different kinds of love. So we've got that kind of romantic love that's happening between Lucas and Max, mm -hmm. between Eleven and Mike, between Will and Mike, between Joyce and Hopper, right? Um, but it's also speaking to that love of friends and like what you're willing to do for your friends mm -hmm. and my people are my people. And I will literally fly to Russia in order to save my people. Um, so that theme of love that's in there and really relying to kind of um, take us back to that, the idea of their uh, representation of mental health, their, their insistence upon uh, the idea of support right. and having people around you that you trust right and you know that they have your best interests at heart right and we saw that too with we saw that uh with lucas with yeah. lucas trying something new and i must admit i was a hey little... trying something new <laughs> <laughs> uh -huh. i was referring to basketball <laughs> oh okay yeah that too <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that too. <laughs> this is this is beautiful. This is beautiful. Uh, you know, yeah. I was a little disappointed that they didn't I support him the way I wanted oh. them to. No, I wanted them to. I was mad that they didn't come mm. to his big game, and I was mad that they tried to punish him for um, uh, being 
popular adjacent, maybe. And now that I say these things out loud, maybe I was projecting. You're like, maybe not. <laughs> <laughs> okay, maybe. Maybe that was me. Maybe, maybe just a little bit. I mean, so yeah, <laughs> here's the thing. I felt like I understood why they were mad because yeah, yeah. he... Uh, you know, I, I also want to say that I wanted them to support him in trying new things. At least the big game. It's the big game. At least the big game. Yeah, I get that. But also he did not seem pressed about he didn't. checking for them to get there either. He did, you know, and so he, he definitely did not follow the no new friends motto. Like he definitely... Right left his friends for something bright yeah. and shiny which i didn't like that either because you can yeah. do both you that's can, right you can do both you can yes. play dungeons and dragons and be a chiller oh i'm projecting again but i'm yeah. just saying <laughs> you can do both you can do i both. will say you cannot <laughs> as the band person who also joined a sorority and was a part of the VP of the band fraternity while also starting to do sorority stuff. No. <laughs> you just got to pick one and you have finite oh. energy. Well, I mean, yes. that is true. And, and that, that is true. And you cannot, terms, yes. cannot pour from an empty cup. You cannot yes. pour <laughs> from an empty yes. cup. I do get that. But just in duality and, yeah. um, you know, because that's who, who we are. Yeah. Um, mm -hmm. I forgot where we left off before that. <laughs> we we've been all over we've been in the upside down we've been in the in-between i'm sure there is a name for that black space by the way yeah. i just always thought we were inside 11's mind so is it her mind probably not because how does she get to other mm, right i, I don't, don't know. know i didn't question i don't i, I didn't don't question really... it um and before we dive into season four a little deeper i do want to say or ask rather yeah. Am I the only one who really did enjoy season two? Remind me of what happened in season two. Season two mm -hmm. is where we meet some of the other test subjects, some of the other 11s. Um, and they drop those storylines. It's kind of like the season two of Orange is the New Black, where mm. it was just slower because we were understanding the new yeah. storylines mm -hmm. to me. Okay. Mm -hmm. okay. Yeah, I think think there were parts of the story that I was very into and then there were parts of the story that I was like eh. and they I guess it didn't I guess it didn't test well so they just dropped it but I was really excited to see and learn about oh god 11s no <laughs> now I remember <laughs> and I was a hard no I was sitting here trying to I was like yeah like learning about 11's mom I was like okay and then no didn't she take like a field trip or something didn't yes. she go to like New York or something yes and these are where she met the, the kids they were living like in I don't know an abandoned no. building but no but they had powers like her yeah y'all can y'all can check back with the spinoff you know I'm not <laughs> interested in it them. gave me Marvel like it, Agents it of S.H.I.E.L.D. vibes yeah and I was like mm -hmm. okay yeah, no, not interested in them. I mean, I, I liked the I liked the season fine. Really, I was just like, I what is this? Ten episodes? I can hang in there long. That's fine. 
I can hang on. I am such a stick with it person. And oh, I really for, need to, I am. I need to let go of that. I try to t- every day I think about Oprah saying, if you read in a book and you don't like it, stop reading it. But I can't. I've started and now I, I know I can finish. never. No. No, I cannot. No, I will. Mm-mm. I went through like this like existential crisis about how there's so many books in the world and I'm not going to be able to read all of them. Yeah. And so after a while, I started to give myself grace. Um, I would tell people all the day. And I think they're about to make a show. The other black girl, I did not finish that shit. Oh, <laughs> you didn't? I did too. Yeah. yeah. I, it, it got <laughs> weird, but like at one point I was like, okay, I have to know how this ends. So mm-hmm. I just read. I had lots on the of internet. questions. I had lots of questions at the end. Um, I'm here for that TV show. I I would like to see how that translates into TV. Yeah, um, I will say my sisters they live in Atlanta, so they sent me like a casting call for like some background people. I was like, no, sweetie, I have main character energy. Yeah, like no, be. I'm not a background. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> They'd be like, girl, getting coffee, and I'd be like. <laughs> you know like just waving my hands yes season season three though yeah that that's when you brought me back in yeah because mm-hmm. billy's weird like mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, villain energy but like you know so well you pick you pick up on what i'm putting down that is what i was about to fit. go into yes yeah, he plays so, a victim and a villain at the same time. And at I the same that. time, <laughs> it's such a complex. Um, yes, he, you know, because when you you meet Billy, he's racist, he's yeah. hateful, yes. all these things. That yet overbite. he is a victim of abuse, <laughs> and so it's like right. you you, which I still ended up not liking him because right you're racist, um, <laughs> and so. I didn't have mixed feelings about Billy, but Mm-mm. it did make you, I, I got angry with myself for empathizing for him when I realized he was being abused. Mm. So yeah. it's like, okay. Well, and that's such, that is such an, a fascinating decision for that show to make, to show us. I mean, I mean, because listen, the anti-hero that is tried and true mm-hmm. you know some of our favorite characters are these anti-heroes right? i typically love the villain i didn't in this Lo- case but i typically yes. do but in this case because i think my favorite villain is somebody who knows they're a villain and mm-hmm. they are very clear Amen. about like here here's where i went wrong <laughs> but I'm committed to it and I'm just, you know, whatever. Here's my villain Um, origin story and I'm sticking with it. Yeah. I'm very clear. Right. Um, but the re the way that Billy never really saw himself as Mm -hmm. a villain Mm -hmm. who thought he felt like he was a hero, not in an endearing way. Mm -hmm. Um, because sometimes that is the case. Sometimes we get that. Like you think you're the hero, but really you you're ruining everybody's life. Um, so I don't know, like, but, but I, again, I feel like that choice was authentic mm-hmm. and reminiscent of some of these other folks that were struggling with their villain status as well as in, uh, Robert Kelly, as in William Cosby, as in <laughs> Michael Jackson, 
as in et cetera, et cetera, right? Like, where's my preaching music? I'm sorry. Because <laughs> you're preaching right now. Like, <laughs> like you, and, and that is the thing. You can be both. Two things can be true at the same time, but one doesn't dismiss the other. Right. And mm-hmm. that was kind of how I felt about the show making that choice. Um, yeah. Because I didn't like it. Mm-mm. Because in no. the wrong to the wrong eyes, oh, this is a reason then. Okay, well, he couldn't help it. No, you absolutely can help it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, I love a complex character. Love I a do character. too. And my favorite villains are those who also make a point. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Killmonger mm-hmm. had points. I knew, I knew. I tell you, in my organs, in my cells, I was like, "We're going to Killmonger." I he just had points. knew this was coming. You know? He had a point. I mean, mm-hmm. they really did Maleficent dirty. She, she, she really did. She also had a point. I love when they have Cruella. Points. Cruella also like, had a point. I love when a villain has a point, but don't make excuses for them. Yeah. And I think with yeah. us and our viewing, we see it for what it is, but I think for, okay, plain out and simple, I just feel like it gave an excuse to a lot of white people to excuse when, there you go, the palm-colored <laughs> clans. I feel like the it gave an excuse <laughs> to say, you know, oh, well, he's not really racist. He's just, he's just being abused. No, no, he racist. Yeah, no, that's the thing. Like, I I understand that if there, I understand that there is such a thing as I was unable to control myself. Right. But racism is not a part of that. It's not. It's not. It just isn't. It just isn't. And then they go into season, uh, into that season three and... And dumped that all on Max. But and and tell me if you got if you all got the same reading, but in a backwards way, they kind of made him the hero in the end because he sacrificed himself. Mm-hmm. I did not like that at all. I so, didn't either, actually. And so now you've got Max, and you know this is someone who was horrible to her, right? Hateful to her friends. Yeah. But I did threaten their lives. Threaten their lives. All of them. Multiple times. But I times. do feel like her experience or what they depicted as her experience was authentic because that's the kind of person I am. If you're someone in my life, yeah. You know, like Max didn't like him. She didn't no. like him. She didn't care no. nothing about him. If him and his dad yeah. had moved away, she would have been so happy. Yeah. But. Yeah, I mean that that's hitting me right now. That is that is very very close to home right now for me. Um I recently lost someone that uh you know 20 years ago or so we were very close mm-hmm. and then there was some beef and with someone else that I was very close to and I took sides. Mm-hmm. And as one does. And, uh, and that was that. And now I don't, I don't even remember what the original beef was. I don't remember why I chose sides. Um, and you know, and that's it. And now that's that. And 
my chance to resolve that is now gone. Yeah. And I'm not the one to say like, you know, the, the, the lesson that we take from all of that is to just resolve it. It doesn't matter. Just put things behind you. No, because some, some relationships are meant to be broken. You, you don't, you don't have to take everybody to the end with you. That's right. You really don't. Um, but for that particular relationship, I, I do wish that we had been able to, I do wish that we had been able to talk because I missed her. Yeah. Uh, but, um, so I think, you know, that, that was a very interesting, especially in terms of mental health, that was a really interesting story to tell through Max because she is now, because she didn't get the opportunity to attempt to resolve that with her, you know, quote unquote brother, um, that is going to weigh on her now, you know, uh, well, I mean, maybe not now, maybe it's not now. Yeah, I will say, um, <laughs> we got to see what happens with, with sweet Max. Yes. <laughs> with bread. Bless her. I was just going to say something about like just complexity of grief, especially when Ooh, you yeah. don't feel like you're in a good place with somebody. Yeah. And they're gone and you just can't make it. And yeah. Yeah. Is- I would love, again, I've been listening to Quinta, and so now I want to be a show writer. I yes. would love to be in the room where they had the conversations about some of these things. Yeah. You know, they netted out in the direction that he did. Yeah. 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 And, um, and so. And, oh, and there, yeah. there's one more layer to that. Yeah. Her, her inability to get past that emotionally is what made her vulnerable. Well, okay. Mm-hmm. So I was going to say, um, let's, uh, you know, we don't have to just focus on season four <laughs> because there's <laughs> yeah. so many, yeah. you know. Um, so I did want to slide into talking about um, trauma and depression with yeah. this group. And so, mm-hmm. absolutely. It right. made her vulnerable. Um, not in a good way, though. Like, not good vulnerability. Mm-hmm. In a bad way. She was so, I think part of what made me uh, feel so much for her is because the way she dealt with things, uh, Mm -hmm. I think Doya can testament, is a lot like me. I will withdraw and pull away. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And uh, also kudos to Lucas because he never gave up trying to get in. That's right. That's right. He never gave up. never. me. Doya never (laughs) gave up. Like, I'm the one. (laughs) (laughs) But she pulled away and she withdrew mm-hmm. and, you know, she, she didn't know what to do with these feelings. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I just feel like very often we don't give ourselves enough grace with that because feelings mm-hmm. are complicated. Yeah, for sure. I will say, because, um, you know, I study at the University of YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> And they were talking about Max <laughs> and of course her feelings and her yeah. getting involved in the with the monster then then something. Vecna. Vecna. Um, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> but one thing that I thought that was really cool was she used music to fight. Yes. Her. Can we talk I about it? Yes. Right. Again, if y'all want to get me to get back into Hotep days, we can talk about Negro spirituals. <laughs> 
we can talk about just you know and, and Chris lover she has her sad playlist when she needs to deal I with her just complex feel like I need an appropriate playlist so that I can yes. cry appropriately which My tears I am constantly crafting by the way, that's all I'm saying. I'm always crafting it. I'm my like, tears oh, need a soundtrack. This one's going on my playlist. I have a I... crying playlist because I do as well. See, is Christina watch... Aguilera's hurt on there? I am doing it right now. That's the one. I'm telling you, that's the one. See, I just watch a YouTube video of a military reunion, get these tears in, oh, and then I'm gone. that's a good one. That's a good one. <laughs> Especially with the dog or, like, their little brother. It's next level. But <laughs> Especially uh, if, like, if a child is a little bit uncertain at first. Yeah. <laughs> that's it. That's it. They're like, who's that? Wait. Oh. oh, my God. Have you seen these videos of animals, especially dogs? It's Let's be honest. It's always dogs. Dogs. <laughs> reunited with their people after like uh, having been lost or something like that when the dog listen when the dog right doesn't now. quite recognize that's the what person i'm saying at first that's what i'm saying and then you see that little face oh my god and, they and then their tails and they can't even control their bodily they can't function. like they just they can't actually my friend's dog did that in my house we don't deserve she dogs. had gone to vacation and came back and I was like next time we're reuniting outside because, yeah because you just peed yeah. um <laughs> but um uh, but I really was like I will peed. tell you there's times in my life I had um I was molested and mm-hmm. there was a song in writings on the wall from Destiny's Child which is probably why I'm such a crazy fan but it was like don't cry you're beautiful and it was a story of another girl that was just mistreated and when i tell you that was so healing so seeing um max and how music saved her life i'm like music does save lives yeah it is amazing it is is the universal language yeah Mm -hmm. and i think it's easier for us to I think it's, well, for everyone, not even just those of us who can actually sing, but I think it's just easier to express yourself through whatever art. Yeah. Yeah. Two things that is super not serious because that's who I am. Um, <laughs> one was Redemption Song with Jasmine Sullivan. I've mm-hmm. never lived a single bit of that life, but I <laughs> sing it like I have. Yes. <laughs> it's speaking to you on some level. <laughs> yes. And then the second one was today I was listening to NPR and they're like, we want to talk about this new music called Afrobeats. And I'm like, I'm not oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, Jesus. no. Jesus. See, this is but what we're talking like about. <laughs> this is what we're talking about. The uh, the up, two worlds at the same time. Right. Forgive them, Father. <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing? But listen, nobody's saying oh. Mary J. Blige. I'm going down like fifth grade mm. Chris, okay? Nobody sang it like me. <laughs> oh, girl, the songs we sang with no so, heartbreak. Right. <laughs> no so heartbreak. It's like, I don't know anything about this life, but I knew I was going down, okay? I want you to know that I have distinct memories of being like fetal position, <laughs> listening to Water Runs Dry by Boys to Men. Listen, and I was like, let's not wait. Let's till the not wa- wait. <laughs> Yes. Why are we 
we like this. Why Don't do so it, baby. <laughs> wow, we like this. Yes. I, Yes. Have had no heartbreak, none at all. Not it's at fine, all. Man. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. We were preparing. You know, we were preparing. Listen, I'm actually. This is the timing is impeccable because um, if I can get my life together, I'm actually releasing tonight um, an A episode. Mixtape? Yes. Yeah. No. <laughs> hey, listen to my mistake. Um, no, I'm releasing my latest episode of my podcast, which is going to be about musicals and <sighs> yes. And how, how next level it is when TV is doing what it does anyway, yeah. which is getting right into, right into the heart, but then it's adding dance and songs dance on and top songs. of that. Yes. Oh, girl, we're going to have to talk about Encanto later. Like, <laughs> yes, like <laughs> the meltdowns that happen. I, I with have great nothing music. <laughs> left when a musical performance, like, okay. Mm -hmm. So, anyway, so stay tuned. I hope yes. that is coming to your podcast waves. Yay. I'm ready. In the as, next 24 hours. We'll as, a, as, as a black country, um, uh uh some describe as slightly hood adjacent girl <laughs> i love musicals musical. i i grew up like listen there are a lot of things to be said about the sound of music okay but i grew up literally performing it in my living room every time it played on the tv <laughs> like little shop of horrors was probably one of my yes. favorite look out look out look out <laughs> I know. It's like we live the same life. My friends all thought I was weird. I didn't care. I didn't Who care. Cares? <laughs> when you find something that tells your life, and mm. I could do it in a song, which is <laughs> mm -mm. basically me while driving. But um, oh, <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah, I come up with the best musical oh, songs in yes, there. Yes. It's a whole but... production number in my car. <laughs> I will yeah. say this year I was so proud of myself. I bought season tickets to the Dallas Broadway um, by myself because nice. I was like, I don't even have to wait for no friends. Yeah, I just cares? have to go watch it. I want to go see the show. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Temptations yeah. was great. Oh. <laughs> My so, fair lady's anyway, next. <laughs> so to your point, I'm with you. The music, the, especially the idea of music being able to save you, like, they did. They didn't even know how heavy that point mm -hmm. was that they were making. They, you know, didn't. they, they didn't, didn't. I I think they thought it would be cool to like bust out a Walkman, um, and like they thought that would be some good nostalgia, and it was. Um, but it, I think you can see, you can really see the power of it when mm -hmm. running up that hill yes. recharted. Yes, mm -hmm. the that, fact that's that exactly it recharted what I was, about to say. was uh, evidence if you needed any that that I, I mean millions of people across the globe were like oh yeah like, I need that song again right my, now my only Kate Bush reference was was really that woman's work this woman's work yep yeah so that Ooh. was really all I kind of knew of Kate Bush and then when I like, she's the bomb the song it it literally grabbed me and when it hits that swell yes and 
I'm and I'm in. T First of all, for anyone, I mean, Tears. all of our listeners know. Yeah. <laughs> if it's a day that is and why, Chris is gonna cry. But I was like, <laughs> I mean, oh, I was like sobbing. Sobbing. I'm running up that hill. <laughs> I know. So here's, here's what. Listen, this is what's so wild about that particular song, though. Um, I had that moment of like, oh, I used to love this song. I got to refine this song um, a couple of years ago because they used it on Pose. They did. They used it on Pose. And I was like, so I have a whole Pose playlist, by the way, because I was like, oh, I need all of these again right now. Because um, they are currently- too early, by the way, but go ahead. Uh, yes, it did. <laughs> that part. Mm -hmm. Um but they wrote themselves into a box. <laughs> we would did. we would have to talk we would have to they talk did. about that later. But anyway. <laughs> so <laughs> yeah, and the minute they got rid of Pray Tell, I was like, well, this story's over. Spoiler alert, I guess. Because, anyway. Yeah. So, <laughs> we just got a lot of spoiler alerts. I'm making notes. <laughs> yeah. I'm making notes. Um but uh but it didn't have the same impact coming out of pose as it did from Stranger Things. So <laughs> that's I mean, you've got a network versus a streaming. Uh, you know, people were yeah. like, oh, cool, 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 cool. But but when it was contextualized, with, this song is literally saving this kid's that's life it. right now. That's all people needed. That's it. Okay, so what would you say is your running up the hill song? Ooh, um, <laughs> it's got to be Prince. So it would either be, no. <laughs> You I, gave me okay. the raven eyes real it's quick. Either, <laughs> it's either, it's from Love is Wine? <laughs> that raven? No, like the the raven. Like the bird? No, like the oh. Disney show. Go, okay, go ahead. Oh, that's so <laughs> that's raven. So raven. <laughs> I'm like the drag queen? Like which? which I was like the three-eyed raven? Because you know, I'm in. This is too much. I don't watch as much TV as We're well. in Westeros. <laughs> Are we Westeros? What's going on? Got it. Got it, got it, got it. Yes, that's yeah. so Raven. Got it. Um, oh shit. Now what was I gonna what was I saying? You're running Raven. up song. Oh yeah. So it would either be um Pink Cashmere by Prince, mm. um, or it would be The Most Beautiful Girl in the World by Prince, or it would be um probably something by Sade. Mm. Um I'm there was a song that, uh, okay, let me look. Go on mm -hmm. without me. I'll, I'll butt in when I find it. Okay. Chris, you got any running up the hill songs? I really don't <laughs> because to me, you running don't? up the hill is a song that is like to save you, to pull you out. Mm -hmm. And I just tap in and go right into my, this is really going to make me cry bad. <laughs> You know what I think my running up the hill song is? It is so weird, but it makes me cry almost every other time I listen to it. Little Drummer Boy by Donald Lawrence and them. Oh. <laughs> when he's like, I'm just a poor boy and I'm just bringing all I have. I'm like, ah! <laughs> now, I have a lot of songs that make me cry. So, Oh, yeah, we can go there. I mean, I'm like, I'm going to try my best. <laughs> I mean, probably one of the big. I, I, I'll just think of songs that these are songs that I that I skip even on my crying playlist because <laughs> they'll send me to um uh, a different place. Bruno mm. Mars talking to the moon mm. and um Rihanna's final goodbye. 
I, I can't. I, I, I skip them. And they're on my crying playlist, but it's because yeah. they make me they make me do that cry when your head hurts afterwards. Yes. <laughs> like yeah. the next day, your eyes still puffy. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and you can't see, just slips. <laughs> exactly. But I do have, um, so when I'm in a place and I'm trying to pull myself out, mm-hmm. I have a clip. I saved it on YouTube. And it is when Phaedra is reading Kenya <laughs> and tell Ooh. her that what you do know is that your donor needed $5 for a medium pizza. <laughs> When I want to pull myself out of the slump. You're like, and I'm back. <laughs> and I'm back. <laughs> and I'm back. I love I think, Phaedra. I, I know I shouldn't, but I do. I don't. <laughs> I really hate Phaedra, but I loved that moment. I love Phaedra because I feel like um, she gave me some good TV moments to laugh at. As a person, I would not want to be friends with her at all. No. I would not mm-hmm. want to be around her. No. Mm-mm. I just... Yeah, Maybe I see you. too much of myself in her. No, like no, Phaedra. no, mm-mm. no. Mm-mm. Well, I don't see it. Yeah, no, <laughs> no. It's you. It, y'all, y'all are nothing alike. <laughs> so. so okay. So now, uh, M. False. Have we figured out what your song is? The sweetest gift mm. by Sade. And does that it's, just make it, you? It's just, um, you know, what's funny. So I remember flying home one of those times from Florida because I went to University of Florida for grad school um and I and that's a long flight <laughs> that's a long flight from either Jacksonville or Orlando because I could never one fly end of the country to, yeah. the, other. <laughs> to the other exactly um so I would be on one of those flights coming home to Sacramento and listening to my little disc man, mm-hmm. <laughs> cause that was still a thing. Um, or uh, I, that was like generation one iPod. I'm like, was it called an iPod? Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. So anyway, so I would be listening to the Lover's Rock album by Sade mm-hmm. and really just top to bottom on that album. It gave me everything I needed, but that when I got to that song, it would just smooth me out so nicely, Mm. you know, like it's just, you know, quietly while you were asleep, the moon and I were talking. What? With with her, her sultry, her voice is cinnamon. It's warm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It's, it's a weighted blanket. It is like, mm. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, that was the one I was, that's the one I was searching for, Mm. but Mm. my, uh, we were, we were talking about weddings earlier and, uh, my, one of the things that I would have done differently (laughs) is we had a theme for our wedding. That's lame. Don't, don't have a theme. Don't do that. (laughs) Um, why is it lame? What was the theme? It was lame. It was lame. I mean, it was it was well executed, but it was lame. Um, so we're we're both uh, film and TV professors, so mm. it was film. We had a film uh, theme, old Hollywood, you know. Mm. So uh, all of the music at our wedding was related to film somehow. So, for example, the um, the song that we played when our grandparents came in was the um the wedding theme from legends of the fall so if you don't know that song, it's like it's an instrumental but it's so beautiful um and then the songs 
the song that my bridesmaids, like the bridal party came into was the, um, the grand finale. No, it was the ice dance from Edward Scissorhands. <laughs> I know, I know, I know, but just like, look them up later. You know what I mean? Look them up yeah. later. Yeah. Um, instead of like, we played the throne room theme from Star Wars. Mm. Um, <laughs> oh, and then when so they, far, they, I'm loving this theme. Okay. All right. <laughs> All right. And instead of like table numbers, it was um, famous movie couples. Aww. uh yeah so anyway um what it, oh so the, but the song <laughs> that i came into my entrance song was the only song in the entire wedding that did not come from a movie and it was sade mermaid Aww. so sade, please tell listen, me i have a picture of sade in here somewhere yeah look this this is how much i love her wait first of all <laughs> it's a gorgeous <laughs> picture and it is in a frame as if no, no, it's framed this like that family like that family is your member. sister it's my cousin that's my cousin helen helen my cousin helen sola shade i do i yep. that's my girl love it i used to have a beyonce frame picture thank you online. thank you i like, too used to I have a beyonce this. frame picture <laughs> Then there you go. Nothing to see here. Nothing to see. Um, I, we move I am forward. blessed to be your second favorite Nigerian because clearly I can't beat Shade. You, you can't compete with Shade. <laughs> uh, before we move forward, I have to. I have to know. You have to confirm for me that um, yes. at some point during this reception, at least, Aerosmith. I don't want to miss a thing. I know I've ruined everything. I know <laughs> I've ruined everything. But if I told you the other songs, I mean, listen, there's a lot of movie music. And mm. that is just one of my top soundtrack love songs. Why? I don't know, but it just, it's a tearjerker. It's a, it's tear a tearjerker. I know. I know. I, I, I don't even want to go to sleep. And I love sleep. <laughs> well, I don't want right. to That's a line right there. Yes. yes. <laughs> hey, how about this? Let me, let me see if this will work. Our first dance was to It Had to Be You from When Harry Met Sally. You have been redeemed. You have been redeemed. I was in a, um, in a in a choir. Yes. <laughs> so we sang that. So there you go. Harry Jazz Connick hands. Jr., who is the smoothest white man. Listen, I had, a, I had a Harry Connick Jr. revival when he came on Will and Grace. Um, I was probably... Um, too young to be fanning over him as a as a, a adolescent, but my mom was a fan, so that was yep. how I first met him and learned yep. him. And I was like, ooh! And then when he showed up on Will and Grace, I'm an adult now, so I can properly fawn over him. Stan, <laughs> yeah, yeah, smooth. Love Harry. <laughs> so, um, I, I, I love how I love how our music stories are so different yet so the same. Yeah. Um, mm -hmm. And again, that's what the show was betting on. I, I, and I was <laughs> see, we're right here. That's what yeah. I was about to yeah. say. Yeah. I love how the show, I do think they were betting on it, especially because when you look at the song they used, but also where they, the way it was cued to yeah. fit right in with the action. Yes. Um, yeah. Perfect. Just perfect. perfect. Yep. Um, and when we talk about seeing 
trauma and depression in these characters. Another thing we notice in the characters is that they're not really talking about it or they're not sharing yeah. it. I mean, we've been through literal hell together, but I can't share with you what's going on right. because right. even for children who don't really, you know, they haven't had all the knocks that we've had at this point. Yeah. But even for yeah. them, there's a stigma attached. Right. And yeah. again, as the point that was made earlier, that made them vulnerable. Right. To Vecna. Yeah. So I think. So you, you, you mentioned earlier <clears throat> how television is sometimes it can be a safe place, mm -hmm. but it can also be a very dangerous place. Mm -hmm. And I think we have a lot of evidence of that with this particular narrative, mm -hmm. because we are really dealing with children, adolescents who need to immediately be under professional psychiatric care immediately. Every last one of yes, them. Yes, not even that. You know what? Like, even even at a more basic level, where are your where are your parents? Where are I your had, parents? Right? I had a lot you of the same parented. I had a lot of the same feelings. Um, yeah, with Stranger Things that I have with Harry Potter, which is where are the freaking yeah. adults? Who where, are yeah, yeah. where's the grownups? <laughs> where are the grownups? Like, also, Dora yeah. the Explorer. Where are your yes. parents? Like, I just, I. I have a hard time this with Harry Potter unsafe. as an adult because <laughs> yeah. like like the professors were talking to the kids like they were their little friends. Like yeah. I have a really hard Every time. Every semester <laughs> these children face death. Death. <laughs> no. Yes. I mean literal. You know, because let's literal talk about, death. Let's talk yeah. about Joyce. Like yeah. I, know, I Joyce, love that baby, she went to Russia. You cannot mm -hmm. go to another continent. But you no, can't, you cannot. No, you, you can't cannot. Just up and leave these children. You cannot do that. You cannot yeah, especially do that. Especially Russia. Especially <laughs> in the 80s? Like, I'm sorry, Russia in the 80s, you cannot. You don't even so, yeah. you don't know that you're gonna run to Russia and run right back. No. Mm -hmm. You do not. And like you said, no. especially in the 80s. Mm -mm, mm -mm. No, not you're not gonna not pop the over Soviet. to the USSR. <laughs> right, exactly. Okay? Mm -hmm. No. So, so yeah. you know, so I appreciate that. I appreciate. Okay, so again, it's like two sides, right? On the one side, it's you know, I'm glad that they are talking about this and they are showing. They are are literally um, expressing that there are children who have legitimate mental health concerns mm -hmm. and we need to be talking about it and we need to be thinking about it and we need to be doing something about it however it is irresponsible mm -hmm. for us to suggest or even think that a science fiction horror fantasy whatever television show is enough right, right. it's mm -hmm. not that's not going to be enough we can't just like watch a tv show and be like I, you know what? I feel better. So like what I, what I do in my podcast is I say, listen, if you've got like, if we imagine one to 10 is a scale, if you've got level one or two concerns, I got you mm -hmm. right. Right. Above that, you need to consult a professional. That's right. Mm -hmm. That's right. Someone who has, I've trained in television, but what I have not trained in is psychology. 
or therapy. Yeah. So you need to consult. You need, if, if your, if your issue that you're having is larger than a, than a, like a level two, we going to need help. We, I'll be where I'll be there with you, but we need, we need to, we need to, we need more help. So I guess one question I have, again, I've been really into Quince's book and like, I think she said in the second um, season, they actually had teacher consultants. Nice. Would you say that you think that they should have had therapist consultants in Stranger Things? hundred percent, hundred percent. But you know what? I, I don't know that every creator, every television creator, exactly. I don't think that they think right. about mm-hmm. the impact that what they create is going to have. Right. Mm -hmm. Because I don't think they set out to display what we're seeing. I think they Mm -hmm. set out to tell this story about these Mm -hmm. children and their, uh, these children and their journey and specifically about Eleven and her hero's journey. I think that's what they set out to tell. But then what that means to the audience, Mm -hmm. they're like, well, that's that's up to you. That has nothing to do with me. Exactly. So it's it's irresponsible. And, um, you know, uh, pulling from season four a little bit, we see Vecna as this physical form of mm-hmm. trauma. Yeah. And because we all know that uh, there, we talked about multiple times on the show about how mental illness has physical signs. Yeah, mm-hmm. but you see Vecna being a physical representation, mm-hmm. pulling them in, getting. Yeah. I mean, is that not? Is is he not just a perfect illustration of harming self talk, of depression? I mean, he yeah. literally d- gets you and yeah, yeah, pulls you. You're that, levitating. He's pulling you so hard, like he. That, yeah. That bitch just comes out like <laughs> like, <laughs> like a thief in the night. Like he a just thief. Had, like, already Next thing you know, in a bad mood, and he just it. shows up like, "Bitch, let's talk about your problems." <laughs> and I'm like, "No, I didn't mean it." And the way he he take backsies. Yes. <laughs> the way mm-hmm. he begins by kind of showing you like yeah things that some kind of look kind of mm-hmm. good to you, mm-hmm. and but then he pulled it. When Max mm, sees dirty. her mom, but it's not it's her mom. She's hallucinating. Yeah. yeah. And the whole time I'm screaming at the screen, you in danger, girl. Yeah. <laughs> Molly? <laughs> exactly. My name's Max. No, Molly. <laughs> exactly. I'm like, yeah. you know, but just that physical, just that some people are very visual, just that physical visual That's representation. The thing. That's the thing. What it does to yeah. you. And it's, and, but I think, I I think again, TV producers and creators are aware that they are, mm, no, you know what it is? They feel like they're making a simile, but they're making a metaphor. metaphor. Come on, come on. That's it. So they, they have more faith in the audience that the audience will be able to differentiate Mm -hmm. between this is just a story, uh-huh. you know, it's like uh-huh. or as uh-huh. instead of this is, you know. And so. let's yeah. talk about the audience. Let's talk about me as an audience member, because I hate <laughs> when writers and showrunners don't have faith in me. I hate Yet that too. I also hate when they have too much faith in other people. That part. <laughs> so, <laughs> because so, I know. So, 
So mm-hmm. where do we land here? Mm-hmm. Right. And I yeah, think they we, can't win. I, I, and I think you've I think you've uh, yeah. brilliantly pointed out, you know, both sides of that coin. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know. Um, yeah. 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 I mean, and not, I, yeah. I'll say I came from advertising. I'm not in advertising now, but like. When you're in the room, and even now I crack up when I see certain ads, when you're in the room and you're really excited about your idea. Yeah. You don't care. Of, yeah. yeah. Like, well, it was really great. I had all the context that yeah. nobody else will have. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> and yeah. so like, I, totally. I, yeah, like to some extent I do give advertisers grace. I give TV show writers grace because they yeah. are in the room in the moment and it means yeah. a lot to them. Yeah. Just I mean, I get it. You know, yeah, yeah, exactly. As podcasters, Mm -hmm. we all know, right. That Mm -hmm. like you put something out there and you know, if you're anything like me, I'll spend the next couple of hours after I hit publish staring at the ceiling, like, should I have said that? (laughs) Did I ruin everybody? (laughs) (laughs) Should I have said that? You know, I have so often, cause we, we see it a lot of times uh, specifically with our culture where yeah. people will say things where they should not have said in their art. Um, this is probably a horrible example, but it's just one that comes to mind. When yeah. Lil Wayne uh, referenced Emmett Till in one of his songs. Mm-hmm. And my first reaction was, where were your friends? Where were the other people right. in the room? Because right. I get that the creator in the midst of creating something your your real brain isn't always there. Right. You you right. you you're not thinking about it. But right. somebody should have said, "Uh, maybe I don't think." Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh. Yeah. So that's like mm-hmm. I do um the point that Doya made. I do try to give creators a little leadway, but mm-hmm. I often ask, "Okay, now no, where See, this is yeah. why you need some black people at the table. That part. Or this is why you need some therapists at the table. You that need part. someone who's willing to say, "Okay, love this idea, but let's 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 see if we can't twist it just a little bit. Let's mm-hmm. let's rework this." Yeah, you know. Right. And right. I'm a person who's led, unfortunately, a lot by emotion, and yeah. so I think the best advertising, I think the best shows, the best songs, all those, I, the best visual art even are things that are going to pull me in mm-hmm, you mm-hmm. grab my heart you got me for life i am a yeah listen mm-hmm. i'm a loyal customer okay yeah same <laughs> and so i just think you have to be really careful because when you look at what you're creating it is a real intimate experience yes, for me very much yeah you're creating this in a studio i am experiencing it in my home yeah so it's mm-hmm. like and inside my body inside my body yeah so you have to be careful with that yeah super funny because i think uh your hot d people um they're starting to realizing that they can't have very dark shows because we're at home (laughs) with the windows closed i am i am so are so are you watching house of the dragon no, because I don't do damn dragons. They kill people. First of all, Doyen, you know that I know you're oh, not do watching. They? I yes, am they talking do. to the TV doctor. Are you watching House of the Dragon? Oh my bad. Damn dragons. <laughs> yes. Damn dragons. And yeah. I definitely. So I am one of those people that's like, you know what? 
you shouldn't be watching TV with the lights on anyway. Because people always complain about how dark. I know. Um, Game of Thrones is. It's so dark. It, 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 it really is dark. But I watch TV yeah. in the dark. And so <laughs> it doesn't affect I'll, me as much. I'll be in the dark still squinting. Like, like <laughs> what? <laughs> I need light. <laughs> yeah. I, I do appreciate a creator coming from a raw space. But we also... Mm-hmm want you to have a sense of responsibility yeah i just Mm -hmm. all i'm asking for is a consciousness about Mm -hmm. it and that responsibility yeah Yeah. that's all and i think for the most part like if i was grading stranger things they would definitely be in the a minus range on that i i think they were they have been so far incredibly thoughtful but room for improvement and you know this could be a you know different conversation for a different show but stra- this particular season of Stranger Things did, to me, um, shimmy its way a little more into horror, which I'm not a... I used to be a huge horror fan, not so I much am. anymore. Um, but horror in itself, I think, is such an allegory. And I exactly so many that. times they don't... Listen... I, I taught a in, whole class on horror. So. I was in the first grade. Uh, my mom came, no, second grade. My mom came and checked me out of school to go see the first day opening of the new um, Friday the 13th, not Friday the 13th, Nightmare on Elm Street, because I was such a Freddy Krueger fan at that age. I got a Freddy Krueger Funko around here somewhere. Oh my God. But I can't help sometimes but think about all of the issues that I have with sleep. Oh yeah. <laughs> no, once you start thinking about it, that's it. And and why <laughs> it. and why did my mom do that? Well well let me just say, shout out to my mom and dad, teen parents hey. making great decisions. <laughs> this is what I happens know. when you're a teen parent. <laughs> because you know you. your child loves Freddy Krueger, but also as a kid I had night terrors. So what are you doing yes. here, people? There's that. Like I... could you could you have thought about this a little bit more? <laughs> I will tell you, I was traumatized by Lion King. That tells you how soft oh. I am as a human. Well, no, that's, um, I mean, that's a different kind of thing. I think we were all I traumatized I was going to say, that's that. different because I. Listen, yeah. I will never forget scars, yes. claws going into the hand. Yes. Into my yes. Mufasa's hand. Like, yeah. I will never forget that. That I relived that trauma again Mm-mm. when Twitter revealed to me that he he was playing with Mufasa's skull. Skull. Because mm. I, kid me, didn't know that was Mufasa. I didn't <laughs> know what that was. Tell me that. And then no. when Twitter came, I was like, Mm-mm. Mm-mm. No, he's sick. He's, like, bro, was sick. My, yeah. My fiance you, does not skull. care <laughs> about my aversion to scary things. Aww. He will just play it. And I, I mean, I have bossed up as a human. Because I didn't watch any scary movies. But um, I was telling him, because we were trying to figure out our Halloween costumes, I was like, so Michael Myers doesn't have a love interest? Oh, my God. (laughs) He only loves himself. I was like, that's so weird. Wait a minute. Hold on, hold on. I got to grab something. I got to grab something. (laughs) Of course you did, Doyle. Of course you did. (laughs) How are we supposed to couple dress up? This This is my favorite mug. Come on now. Ex- Listen, I need that. 
Although that's not me, but I do work with some people. That that's definitely yes. them. Is that wonderful? Yeah, remember the vine where like the guy like Michael Myers would show up and he would like just dance. Yes, <laughs> we're like shocked uh, every year. I look for that. <laughs> and 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 it has it is it has not escaped me that mm-hmm. me loving horror so much as a child because I had not lived any life, and once I started living life and having experiences I turn my back completely on that type of horror because mm-hmm. it's an allegory and it yeah. is too much too close to home it. too close mm-hmm. to home too close to real yeah <laughs> all right and now it is time for our favorite part of the show to buy you a dream <laughs> why have you forgotten what your favorite parts are <laughs> Okay, listen. So I'm a professor. Yes. And I know that my colleagues around the world are approaching the most miserable time of the year. (laughs) November is hell Mm -hmm. in the world of being a professor. So I would like to buy a drink for every professor out there yes. who is dealing with students who have shown zero Fs all semester <laughs> long. And now they're like, what can we do about my grade? And I, I want to say to them, what do you mean we? <laughs> I yes. can get some extra credit. No, yes. no extra credit. No. Yes, so. I know we're all going through it, so I would like to buy a drink for all of my fellow instructors of higher education. Yes, yes, yes. Here's to you. (laughs) Well, we thank you for joining us tonight, and we want to give you a moment to just plug all of your pluggables. Let let our uh, listeners know where they can find you and what great stuff you've got coming up. Yes. So, uh, again... I'm the TV doctor. It's the TV doctor podcast. Um, if you look it up on most platforms, you got to include the, the, <laughs> that's annoying, but it is what it is. Um, so you can find me on Instagram and Twitter at T E E V E E P H D. So that's TV PhD. And you can also come to my website, which is the TV And I have a place there where you can submit a little form that allows you to share what your symptoms are and get me to prescribe what you should be watching in a a unique prescription just for you. So how often can we put that in? Every day, sis. All the time. I have a lot of issues. Yeah. (laughs) Now I got issues. (laughs) Speaking of music, yeah. All right. Well, thank you so much for joining us. And please go see pleasure. about that sweet angel. I know. <laughs> um, you want to go first? Want me to go first? Doesn't matter. I will go because mine is ignorant as fuck. Um, okay. <laughs> I'm buying a drink for 90 minute microwave rice. Because <laughs> mm. <laughs> who wants to sit there and pay attention to your rice when you can just microwave it for 90 minutes and it's a, a side? <laughs> 90 minutes? 90 seconds. <laughs> <laughs> the 
wine is whining. The wine is whining. It is dutty whining all on your brain. But it's like that dude that like kicks the girl over while she like trying to. Anyway. Yes. <laughs> yes. Ninety second microwave rice. Yes. That's great. Yes. Yes. Um, it's been a really long time since I've had minute rice. The thing about it is it's usually like brown rice, which I feel like takes a lot of work to like do to make it good. Listen, I, 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 if you cook brown rice from scratch, you get all my respect automatically. <laughs> yeah. Because it just takes forever to cook. Then you got to make sure you've got some bouillon cubes or something to put in there with it. It's just too much. Broth. <laughs> with an F. Like, Not a T-H. Broth. Whenever I do cook brown rice, um, the last time I cooked some, I did it in the pressure cooker, and I just cooked a huge thing of it. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, we're going to eat on this all week. <laughs> nobody wants to eat rice all week. <laughs> <laughs> nobody. Nobody. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's a good drink. Cheers to that. <laughs> so I'm going to buy two drinks. Thank my you. First... Oh, it's not for me. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> yeah. My first drink is for Arax and Lucerys, aka Prince Luke from Hot D. Long live the long live the prince. Oh, long live the sweet... D. <laughs> our sweet little Luke and little Arax and like I just and I guys, I read the book, so I knew this was gonna happen, but Still, when Vagar takes that big chunk out of him, I just smile. Spoiler alert. (laughs) Spoiler alert. (laughs) Spoiler alert. Not um, like I was going to watch it, but still. (laughs) (laughs) Spoiler alert. They have dragons and they kill people. (laughs) And my second drink is for alcohol because I'm off antibiotics, bitches. Hey. (laughs) Mind you, I go to get more dental work later this week, so I will probably be back on <laughs> But I'm going to live it up these next few days. Yeah. Two-day turn up. that I'm without it, I'm going to, like, I didn't realize how much I missed alcohol. Jeez, right. <laughs> it's fine. Our, our AA partners are going to be great. <laughs> right. Like, the first, the first few, like, days were okay mm-hmm. because he gave me like some pain pills i was like oh i'll just take the pain pills instead mm-hmm. but when that went away he was like well just me and my thoughts right well you gotta live your anxiety in real time it's like ooh, <laughs> raw this? dog in life here <laughs> i had to find my little cbd pen <laughs> i was like wait wait yeah yeah it's great actually I will say my other drink was therapist friends to let me text them random shit. So I had a friend and I text her and I was like, is Gene okay? Cause he seemed a little like off. Like, is he okay from like a marriage and family therapy standpoint? She's like, yeah, he's just ADHD. I'm like, okay, fine. Cause he be doing some shit. I don't know. I love him. I love the, I love him. Um, <laughs> see, see now my brain is jumping to something else. Oh, sorry. But I did want to say that I have found a new therapist. Woo! 
Um, we have our first little intake meeting uh, in a couple of days. She from Memphis. Mm, that's like <laughs> so, that kind of people. I just feel. <laughs> I just feel like this is gonna work. I feel like it's gonna work. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm really excited. Um, I hope she ready. <laughs> Clearly, in my head, said it all was like. <laughs> coming up i don't know <laughs> i'm excited i'm about to you. set it off <laughs> i'm gonna be a crying mess in in the whole intake process so i hope she's ready <laughs> i, I have faith in her and you <laughs> like i really i was really struggling with well partially because you know i have well, I have good insurance, but it's mm. government insurance, and so they're real crazy about stuff. Um, mm. so it was difficult finding someone to take my insurance, but also I just really liked my former therapist, mm-hmm. and I even looked her up, <laughs> like see what she do. <laughs> I looked her up on Facebook. <laughs> I mean, y'all can be friends now. <laughs> we can, but I mean, she moved away, and yeah. she's doing something totally different now. Because I was like, so are you seeing like telepatients? She's like, no. She said, it, and, and I understand. She said it was just got to be too much. Mm-hmm. She's doing something completely different now. So I was like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I can't wait till my therapist quits her job so we can be besties. <laughs> Listen, and, and, and we laughed about that because she was like, I wish I had quit before I moved away because like we said to each other multiple times. If only we weren't therapist client, like, because <laughs> we just clicked, like, we got yeah. along so well, so many things in common. Um, she got all of my Star Wars references. I mean, <laughs> black girl magic. Um, <laughs> she's a little. She was a little bit older than us, but she went to our same school. I don't remember her from school, but she went to our school. Mm-hmm. She pledged something a little different, mm. but still, like you know. I mean, bless her just, heart. <laughs> she could yeah. but like you know we just we just had so many points that were alike but yeah. anywho I'm really excited about my new therapist I'm excited for you as well yeah and I finally broke up with my other therapist so she can stop messaging good. me good, <laughs> good. good. Okay, and I yeah. bet I bet deep down inside she's proud of you for that I hope so she is <laughs> okay so don't you tell the people how to talk to us very carefully because uh, days are about to change. It's getting darker, faster. And you know what? I don't like darkness. I mean, I like my darkness, but I don't like like you know, a five o'clock outside. <laughs> yeah. Um. So um, we are on the Instagram. It's poor life decision. It's one decision because we are focusing in being intentional about changing one at a time. Sometimes we do have to flip it back and reverse it. But at the same time, we're still working on it. And um, we just want you to know, give yourself grace while you're also still working on it. Mm-hmm. We're also PLD Pod on the Twitter. Um, Chris keeps it lit with the TV tweets. When I tell y'all, I just come in with the most random shit because that's who I am. I am Jean. I am Jean. <laughs> Anyways, um, you can also, if you have a poor life decision you want to focus on, I know the holidays are coming. And there's six different ways to stress us with it. Just go ahead and email us at hello at poorlifedecision.com. You can also DM us. Our DMs are open. Mm-hmm. 
And we have an Etsy page, which is also for that decision. I want to finish procrastinating. We'll put some holiday things up there. So, otherwise, you can get your Auntie Juice cup and your May Contain Alcohol cup. And it's all so great. So, that's it. Mm. <laughs> uh, once again, cannot tell you guys enough. Check out that Etsy shop. Cute things. It's that time of year. I know y'all pull names at work. I know you got that coworker who you suspect is a have a little some some in there drink anyway. <laughs> go ahead and give him a little something. <laughs> uh, be sure you go to uh, Apple Podcast or Spotify and leave us five stars. The others do not work. Leave us a wonderful review because we love them and they make us happy. And then you know, take your screenshot, put it in our DM so that Dwayne can send you a cute cute gift um also so hot d is over for the season recommend a show guys um i was gonna try to do because we did we did uh american horror story last season and i was gonna try to resume that this season but they're insisting on doing two episodes back to back each night and i can't do that no so um, <laughs> i mean i'm watching the shows but i'm not watching them in real time mm-hmm. so also, I don't have a clue what's going on this season, but <laughs> I'ma stick with you, Ryan Murphy. Yes, my man, and I'ma stick beside. <laughs> so, uh, if y'all have any other shows you want us to watch with you, just let us know because we love watching television. Um, that's about it for tonight. You know, other than be sure you are using your sunscreen. It is winter months, but that sun is piercing more than ever. Um, make Take sure that. you're properly moisturizing. Mm-hmm. Hot tea, Vaseline. Don't let nobody shame you out of using Vaseline. Some of us are just ashy and we need it. <laughs> um, yes. And, and make sure that you're like moisturizing, then Vaseline. Because mm-hmm. that's how it It'll works. It'll seal you in. Seal it all in. <laughs> um, I use, um, shit. The CeraVe Healing Ointment, which is really just fancy Vaseline. Mm-hmm. It's Vaseline with ceramides in it. Mm-hmm. I slug my face with that at night, but mm-hmm. hey, if all you got is a little Vaseline, put a little light coating of Vaseline on your face at night. Mm-hmm. I'm telling you. Go get in a fight. It'll be fine. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Thank y'all for joining us as always, and we will talk to you next week. We Bye. love y'all. We love y'all. Bye. Some more of my skin is all about Just ain't on my shirt, new bitch on my nerves